Welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I'm Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And we're on the very last episode oh, of the Crankers. What a journey it's been. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Such a journey. Uh, super excited. After we recap this one, our next episode will be our wrap-up episode where we kind of discuss the whole, the series as a whole. Um, and definitely stay tuned. And we'll announce the next series. And you should be very excited for that. You We've should. let that build all season. Right, right. <laughs> we kind of been planting the seeds the whole time. Oh, you're going to be so stoked. Um, but yes, let's finish up this episode of The Grinder where it all comes full circle. And I think the title was actually correct this time. <laughs> yes. It was correct. In more ways than one, it was yeah. correct. <laughs> Finally, in the last episode, they get everything straight. But we didn't tell them to do all the things. Oh, true. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, the things being subscribe, yes. comment, review, <laughs> share. All the things. All the things. Do the things. <laughs> we tell you every time. You should know the things. Right. Now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do the podcast things. <clears throat> It'll be fun. And you will be so glad you did. <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Everyone. <laughs> You'll be popular. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why haven't we thought of peer pressure this whole time, Brent? <laughs> All the cool kids are doing it. So exactly. you'll be super popular if you subscribe to our podcast. But also, you're definitely not going to want to miss out on next season. Yeah. So, I mean, for sure, subscribe and share. Yes, for sure. All right. So we start the grinder episode not with a grinder episode, it was with, a departure. Yes. Well, the flashback sort of led into. That was that was kind of interesting. It was very subtly done. Um, and you don't see this as often with flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Not flashbacks, but um, like recaps sure. before the episode starts. Oh, yeah. Um, when they do a bunch of the recaps and it sort of just goes right into the episode. Like, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes I feel sense. like that was really gracefully done. Yeah. Um, it brings you exactly to yeah. this point and then. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a really nice transition and it was really good. And it... Uh, yeah, I mean, it went into, like, a series of clips from The Grinder, Right, from the TV show. But it wasn't, it, yeah, it yeah. didn't open the same way, but it was it was interesting. Yeah. We start with a flashback to the very first episode of the show, where Dean wins his first case, and the opposing attorney does not look happy about it. <laughs> Apparently, he's getting fired... For losing to an actor. (laughs) And then he loses his family. And he's studying all of the old episodes of The Grinder, which is where we get the somewhat of the TV show within the TV show. And he's getting a little bit of villain type obsessed with The Grinder. I, I think this actor was a good choice, and I wonder if when they first picked him for that for that episode, mm-hmm. if they knew 
where it was going to end. Where, yeah, where that was going to end up because I think he was a really good choice for that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first time we met him, I felt like kind of a waste of that comedian. He's, sure, he's yeah. He's pretty funny. Like, and right. I've seen him on SNL, uh, I think, once or twice. And um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't remember his name, but I, I think he's kind of hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I mean, fun guest star, but kind of a waste of his character. But if you knew where it was going to go the whole time. Yeah. Good choice. Smart choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think they, like, I think you've mentioned this before. They're really good at setup and payoff. They are really good at setup and payoff. And, and that's not something you see very often in TV shows because, in part because TV just doesn't get the kind of TLC that movies get. Sure. Um, unless you're talking about uh, TV shows like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which, in some cases, gets a lot more TLC than most movies. <laughs> <laughs> I've never watched Game of Thrones, so I can't speak to, like, how the writing and setups and payoffs things work. Yeah. And it's based on books, but I don't know how closely it follows the books. Right. I don't so, know either. I didn't watch it either. I, I don't even know how, how well the books follow setup. and I only watch series that end up getting canceled, so... <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones went on for way too many seasons for me. Listen, I'll be real. The last few years, I have not had the emotional space for emotional shows in my life. So like, true. I'm like, I have enough drama. Yeah. And if I get invested in these characters and they die, I will lose it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I started to think about getting into Downton Abbey, and then all of my friends posted, No, Downton Abbey, why? on their Facebook forever. And I was like, No, I don't nope, think I will. I'm not- <laughs> I think I'm going to avoid that series. It feels like I don't need that kind of drama in my life. And if I, if, I, if I get to a place where I'm like real stable and I have a lot of time, then I'll probably jump into some of these shows. So true. Like, because every time I sit down to watch something right now, and I was like, I'm looking for something lighthearted. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally every single time. Rom-coms and, yeah. like, 22-minute sitcoms and, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, eh, I'm, 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 not, I'm not down for drama right now. <laughs> I know. And I can even do some drama. Like, we got yeah. into the DC verse for a while, but it started to get real heavy and weird, and we were like, we don't need this right now. Yeah. And, like, years ago, I watched Grey's Anatomy. Until the season seven finale, and I watched the season eight very first episode, and I was like, "Nope, I'm out. all my favorite characters died. I'm out of here." Like, <laughs> Shonda and I are in a fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she is dead to me right now. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple of characters left, but at that point, I was like, "No, yeah. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not worth it. I don't like what's happening." That's what I really like about Ted Lasso. Is it's got drama, mm. but there's so much more like lighthearted. Yeah, the drama's like sneakily in there, and you're like, oh yeah, that's like emotional. Yeah, but then like they wrap it up with like this is like I'm okay with something like Gilmore Girls on a scale of drama, but and my show is quite a bit like Gilmore Girls, and I'm really excited for that to happen. We're yeah. We're making some steps. We're moving Seriously, forward, guys, but... you can't wait for Bryn's show. <laughs> it is really on the scale of Gilmore Girls, but even at that, it is dialed more to the comedy than it is the drama. No. Um, but, you know, it is based on existing material, so it needs 
to have some drama. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> obviously. And every story really needs some drama, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, but, you can't um, be drama But I, I would say it's more towards the middle of comedy and drama than even Gilmore Girls is. Sure. Like, Gilmore Girls has a certain amount of soap opera to it. Right. Um, but <clears throat> this is a little bit less like that. But it, it's still, I mean, and still, what, what else is out there like Gilmore Girls? Right. Nothing. It's, yeah. it's like its own genre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, back to back to <laughs> back to this, this back to the grinder. Back to the grinder. Um, he's becoming a villain, and then we go back to the office where Dean is telling Stu that it all comes full circle. <laughs> like Bryn said, there was like a super good transition from like everything leading up to it, and then ending like right at the spot where we left off. It moved right in. It, it, yeah. it handled that really well. Except for we really didn't leave off here because the episode in between was... <laughs> <laughs> yes, was messed up. So that was a little bit of an anticlimactic in the middle. Oh, and okay. Oh, and now we've got her... Now we're doing this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, he explains that it's the opposing counsel from the first trial. <laughs> and... He, it's the only thing that makes sense, Claire says. Does it make sense? <laughs> Claire. Yeah. Um, Dean is for sure all in with this theory, but Stu isn't too sure. Todd sneaks up behind him, repeating, there isn't one. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart says, I don't see a version of this where I say no and it sticks. And Dean says, that's because there isn't one. And then Todd comes up behind him and goes, in his ear. <laughs> Stuart is so creeped out. It's my favorite. <laughs> and like, Stu jumps back and I laugh super hard. Like, I had to pause that I was laughing so hard. <laughs> He's like, Todd, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, I can see your breath on my neck. <laughs> so good. Oh. So now Stu and Dean go to see the judge to explain their theory. <laughs> My favorite, the judge just kept saying, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then the judge pulls up a video of Stu breaking into the apartment Ooh. of the guy suing the dad. And like, and I don't even remember the guy's name who is suing the dad, so it's always like the guy suing the dad. <laughs> That guy. That guy. The plaintiff? Is that... Right, yeah, I do I do call him the plaintiff <laughs> later. Um, Stu ends up getting suspended for six months and asks Claire to take over as lead. <laughs> Dean overhears the conversation and is upset that he is not the lead. <laughs> oh, man. Then Dean starts monologuing and Claire walks out of the room. <laughs> He turns around and she's gone. Yeah. That was so good. Oh my goodness. Classic. Yeah, that was super funny. She's just like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> just walks out. Um, the kids are interviewing Stu about the dad's trial for their school paper. <laughs> and they don't pull any punches. Lizzie, I think, it feels to me like they finally kind of got their bearings with Lizzie's character. Mm -hmm. Ethan, I feel like they had nailed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Lizzie, 
they couldn't quite decide if they wanted her to be annoying older sister, a little more like Ethan. Right. You know, I mean, and she's at that age where, like, you, <laughs> you know, you have a teenager. So she's at I that age. I do have like, one of Ethan, those. Ethan, I feel like, is at that age where it's like, he could kind of be a lot of things. Yeah. You know, um, he could go a lot of ways. And also, it's it's highly likely that a boy that age would be the comic relief. Yeah. Um, Lizzie, on the other hand, there's a couple of different ways you could go, but I feel like you have to be committed right. <laughs> to what you're doing. Like, um, also, it, it, it reminded me of Boy Meets World, right? Because, oh, like, sure. the first season of Boy Meets World, Eric is, like, nice, cool, popular, hot older brother. Right. And then he sort of slowly transitions into, like, Too the weirdo crazy. that nobody knows or understands or anything. And you're like... Fini, fini, fini. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> He really went downhill. And the funny thing is, it would have been fine if they had stuck to him being the cool, popular older brother. That yeah. would, I mean, Will Friedle was fine with that. But mm. also, why waste Will Friedle? Right. Like, <laughs> you have Will Friedle, use, use Will Friedle. Like, yeah. I mean, but um, that's kind of what it felt like, is that they just didn't really know where they wanted Lizzie and Ethan's dynamic to end up until kind of the end. Like, yeah. as the last few episodes came in, I feel like Lizzie finally was kind of getting her legs. That makes and, total sense. And really becoming a good, solid character. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, when you just said that, it kind of makes me think, I think my kids are exactly <laughs> their kids' ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I never caught on to until oh, right this This minute. is awkward. I do have a daughter, Lizzie Sage, and a son, Ethan Sage. <laughs> Am I living in the episode of The Grinder? <laughs> kind of coming into his own like a dish. That's my favorite. I still think about that all the time because it just makes me laugh so hard. He's just nodding his head. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I got some notes, but you know, nothing I can't deliver on. <laughs> Ethan, I feel like my daughter Aria is going to be Ethan when she grows up. <laughs> right now, she's only six and a half, but like, she's already feeling very Ethan-esque. <laughs> I can see that just from like the things you post on Facebook, like... Oh my gosh, like those conversations, I'm like, oh my gosh, Brent needs to write a book. Just put all of these conversations I in a book. I sort of need to just like have microphones around my house yeah. recording all the time. It should just be a reality show of you yeah. guys. Aria takes my old phone, and she used to do it with this phone, my current phone, but she would record herself vlogging all the time and we just didn't know and we found a bunch of these videos of her because every year for my kid's birthday my husband makes a video for their birthday of pictures and videos of them through the year so as we're going through and like pulling videos and pictures of her off my phone we found all these vlogs and we would watch them and be like hmm this is actually pretty entertaining like at the end, she'd be like, you guys, just, like, like and comment <laughs> and share. And I was like, where do you think these videos are going? Like, <laughs> she recorded them on mom's phone. I know. Again, she started this when she was five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that just six makes me and happy. Half now. But I had so many of these videos. Like, totally Ethan. When she turns, yeah. like, 12, she's going to be a she's total Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. 
I love that. <laughs> um, so after Stu's interview, he walks into the bedroom, and Waitress is bombed. <laughs> this is so good. This whole scene where he's like, um... Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Did you drink no. before your interview? No. <laughs> Maybe. So that's a yes. Yeah. I love that he's like, okay. Yeah. Like, you might want to get hold of that tape. <laughs> See what you... <laughs> <clears throat> that whole escapade is amazing. Yeah, I like, and when they were in the bedroom, I was like, oh, Bryn's going to really love this scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of the bedroom scenes are, for some reason, my favorite. Just them being candid with each other. Like, yeah. such relatable marriage scenes. Right? <laughs> like, and I don't know if that's true for everybody, but, like, Brian and I are exactly, like, <laughs> like oh, sure. Like, we're very, like... I don't know. I want to say funny, but like half the time I can't post the kinds of conversations we have. But we're very much like that. It's just really funny. That's fun. Um, So after that conversation, Stu goes downstairs and Dean is still upset he's not the lead lawyer. Like Stu goes to get something out of the fridge and like he's just sitting there in the dark. (laughs) Stu's like, Um, Oh, it was at this point that I was wondering. Um... If somebody was, because um, they were they were setting up this whole thing with the client about the whole full full circle thing, and yeah, uh, it was at this point that I was wondering if it was actually Claire that had been, and that's why they didn't really oh. let Claire and Rob Lowe become A love interests. Yeah, because I had wondered, I feel like I had wondered at the time when she got a job there if she was doing it because um, I'm pretty sure they they beat her firm, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then offered her a job. Right. And so I wondered She's if... She was Ros Landry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I wondered if it had been like a, a thing the whole, a plan the whole time yeah. to come work for them and kind of sabotage them, which is a little bit low-key what she was doing the whole time she was there. It's not that she's not a good lawyer. It's just right. that she also wasn't super helpful. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Well, that would super come full circle because that's what Dean accused her of when she first came over, too. Yes. Like, Dean was all on board that she is a mole. Yeah, yeah. And really, it was Todd that was the mole. And then I wondered if that's what we were going to find out, is that, that they were yeah. setting up this other guy, but then we were going to find out that it was really her that was behind it. That might have even been better. Yeah. Like. I mean, it would have been stronger because Roz and Landry would have been the ones taking down their whole right. firm, which would have been like a, whoa, like. Yeah. Instead of this <laughs> random dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. That totally makes sense. Um, so then Dean says, how long are you going to keep the training wheels on me? He says, I don't know until you go through the legal training process. <laughs> he's like. That's not the only way. <laughs> and I love Stu. He's just like, um, no, in fact, that is the only way. <laughs> oh, he says, Stuart, what is your prejudice yeah. about TV lawyers becoming real lawyers anyway? And Stuart says, is that a prejudice? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like, um, is that really one of Classic. Yeah. Um, so that we head over to the trial for the dad. 
the opposing, the opposing, <laughs> the oppo. Man, why can't I say opposing? You got this. Opposing lawyer shows up all dramatically. <laughs> um, and Claire is going to take over the case, but the dad says he wants Dean as lead counsel. <laughs> so, opposing counsel, who I will refer to furthermore as OC. <laughs> Claire is just like. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, right? Okay. Okay, fine. You have Dean. Um, OC and Dean get off, get in a thank off before the judge. <laughs> it no, was it was amusing you. to watch someone else try to be Dean. Yeah. Um, because nobody had tried that at this point. Yeah. Nobody had tried to do Dean's tactics. Yeah, nobody else had really tried to be Dean. Stu did it once, I think. Yes. Or maybe once or twice, where he kind of tried to embrace that, but nobody else really yeah, went had, for it. Yeah, had tried this, and, and he had studied so hard to be right. Dean. <laughs> he did. He studied every episode of The Grinder in order to get there. Yeah. Um, Stu gives Dean his opening statement, and Dean's like, I'll just keep it with me. Stu <laughs> says, no, use them, Dean. They're not a keepsake. Use what I wrote on the cards. And Dean says, use them how? Yeah. <laughs> I just died when he was like, use them how? I was like, oh my gosh. Oh. He's like, he's like, like cue cards. It's like, what? It's like, you used cue cards in your show. These it's are not cute the cards. Same. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> Waitress is concerned with what she said to the kids for their news article, and she wants to hear the tape. <laughs> and she tries to take it from them. Uh, back at the trial, Dean takes out the notes and is all upset about reading cue cards. <laughs> and he's bombing. Uh, Stu tells him to trash the cards. <laughs> O.C. is mad about him starting over. He's like, uh, can we just take this back from the top? <laughs> and O.C.'s like, what is happening? You can't do that. And then Dean just says a bunch of nonsense for his opening statement. Uh, back to uh, Dean. So oh, O.C.'s opening statement calls out Dean for saying nothing. <laughs> Which I thought was an interesting tactic because nobody drew, offen- drew attention to the fact that his opening statement was about Rob Lowe, like, as a person right. and not, or actually as a lawyer and not yeah. about anything else. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Nothing to do with the case. You're just, you're just trying to poke holes in him as a lawyer and right. not really bringing any attention to any facts of the case. Yeah. Like, so that was an interesting... Nobody drew attention to that. <laughs> right. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And O.C.'s like, listen to his words. <laughs> He's not saying anything. <laughs> oh, man. Then it goes back to Dean, and he's telling stories about being on set. <laughs> O.C. says again... He is not saying anything. <laughs> he just told a story for half an hour. Uh, back at the office, Dean is upset that they aren't doing well. And Claire gives him a list of things he can object to. 
Yeah, I wrote down. <laughs> just yell objection and pick one of these things at random. Yeah. <laughs> Stuart says, I, I wouldn't do it at random. And Claire says, maybe don't yell. Yeah. <laughs> and Stuart says, just pick one that matches the circumstances. And Dean says, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right before that, he's like, oh, there's a list? I thought you just had to make something up each time. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So OC is questioning dad, and Dean objects, and it's totally irrelevant. <laughs> and then he objects, and Stu whispers which objection to use. And OC is super mad. Judd, you can't just let him cycle through objections and get help from the crowd. <laughs> The judge is like, I did like when the judge was like, that one works. All alone. <laughs> Sustained. <laughs> that was so good. And the judge, I guess you can no longer guess or get help from the audience. <laughs> like the judge is all upset about like having to rein Dean in. Um O.C. has the transcript from the focus group where Dad admitted that he did something wrong. And he gets Dad to admit that he didn't give his client the plea deal. But he does not have the transcript. The note inside says, you've been valanced. (laughs) Valanced. Dean's like, he used his last name as a verb. (laughs) So O.C. is being totally all grinder, and Stu asks why he's doing this. Says, it all comes full circle. <laughs> Doesn't Rob Lowe say, that's what yeah, I that's said? Yeah, that's what I <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and then he's just trying to, like, break a wedge between Stu and Dean. And he's like, he doesn't believe you're a lawyer. <laughs> yes, that's what I've said this whole time. Again, not information I've been hiding. (laughs) So good. Yeah. Um, He's like, I've been very open about that. (laughs) Then OC says he lost everything because of the grinder. I tried to beat you with the law, but you beat me with drama. Now you will learn what that feels like. (laughs) So good. So, Stu is watching the news about the trial, and Waitress comes in with the kid's tape recorder. <laughs> if you're uncomfortable with this, you should leave the room. Yeah, that's exactly what I Did you steal the kid's tape? If you're uncomfortable with that, I need you to leave the room. <laughs> she is so funny. Oh, uh, Stu hears something on the tape that triggers something. He thinks they missed something in the case. He goes to leave, and Dean is already at the door. It's like, if I'm not back by morning, tell Dean. Tell Dean what? <laughs> um, so good. Stu, tell, Stu heads out to track down his lead and tells Dean to stall in court. Uh, Dean starts to question the plaintiff and is stalling. Stu arrives, and Dean calls Stu as a witness. Stu says the plaintiff is not who he says he is. There is a twin brother. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. They win the case because of their fraud. Uh, because of the plaintiff's fraud. O.C. is pissed. The courtroom celebrates. Back at the house, the kids read their article. It completely glosses over Stu's part in winning the case. 
And then they're like, now that we know this works. <laughs> and they're like, you know, it's clear they're talking about the show. Yeah. And so I put, or does it? Because it got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked his last line. Now we know this has legs this- for as long as we want it to. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh no, no, it sure does it. <laughs> uh, anything else from the? Episode? I did have the one quote when when Deb was drunk and she said, "Now you can't because you got suspended." Why? <laughs> and he said, "I would definitely get my hands on that tape." <laughs> but just the way she was like, what? "Right, right." <laughs> She's so funny. Yeah. Any other? Uh... Fun tidbits. This is the season finale, <clears throat> and then ends up being obviously the. I wonder if they knew finale. it wasn't getting renewed when they did that. I don't scene. think they did because I feel like I remember waiting to see if it was going to get picked up again. Mm. And when I read that it wasn't, like season one had already finished. Like I was waiting okay. for season two, and and then I was like, no. <laughs> How could you cancel yeah. it? So, yeah, I think that's... Interesting. I think that's how that went down. But I really don't think they thought it would... I am glad it didn't end on a cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. That's really hard, especially when it gets canceled, like, to end on a cliffhanger. And you're like, but what... <laughs> happened yeah brian was definitely concerned that we weren't going to know the outcome of the case before the end and i was like "Ooh, that would have been awful that would have been bad yeah like um another one that's on our list i don't know if we've even talked about things that are on our list but um there's a show that's on our list called jericho and it ends on a cliffhanger like the first season and the fans like made such a like stink and like uproar and like sent a whole bunch of peanuts to the network and everything. I mean, <laughs> like it made sense in the case of the show. Sure. But it got them like six more episodes to like wrap it up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I I really wish <clears throat> TV shows had like a clause where like if you're going to get canceled, yeah. you can have x number more episodes. Yeah. to wrap up or a movie or whatever. Right whatever fits the show best. But I wish that was kind of a, a, a rule by and large because there are always going to be some fans of that show who right. want to see some sort of ending. Right. So I, th- I think that should be just a, gener- a generic rule for I, studios. I like that, yeah. Like, you have to be at least willing to do this, like... And it might be a different number of episodes depending on... The show. Like right, right. a sitcom, maybe just three episodes. Yeah. Or whatever, but. Just to wrap everything up in a nice yeah. bow, please. Yeah, I would really. Networks, can we get on that? Can we start <laughs> making that part of the contract? Yeah, seriously. I know you all listen to this, so. <laughs> right. <clears throat> well, so that's the grinder. So um, our next episode will be the series recap, unless you've got anything else about this episode. No, that's it. All right. So stay tuned next week for our series recap and then our announcement of what the next series Woo! will be. So definitely subscribe so you will know when that comes out. Here's a spoiler it's Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> comes out Thursday. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Bye.